pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The Audio Vault on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds. 225-2121 or online at mybestbailbonds.com. Let's talk about it with a man that was in at Philadelphia, Clarence Hill from the Fort Worth Star-Telegram, joining us on the Buyers Barricades guest line. Uh, Clarence, game of inches, um, and the Cowboys come up short. Uh, what, what I've been impressed with, ironically, at least here in San Antonio today, Clarence, is not everybody's blaming Dak. <laughs> how, about you, how about your partner? Is he blaming Dak? Well, of, of course he is. You know, Joe. <laughs> Hey, it, it was, like I told you last week, it was certainly not going to be the 49ers game, and let's not make a referendum on the season if they lose that game. Philadelphia's a good team, the 8-1 for a reason. But you still have to like the trajectory of the Cowboys since that 49ers game, even though they lost this game. This is a team that will compete, that hit, that, that went toe-to-toe with the Eagles, who right now are the best team in the NFC, and they can play with these guys. And, you know, there were three fumbles that they didn't get on. You know, there were some breaks. That, you know, if he is, you know, almost like Kevin Durant in that championship game, his foot was a little smaller. You know, he doesn't run out of bounds on a two-point conversion. You're playing for a field goal to try the game in those last two hey, Clarence, were you, you listening know? earlier? Because I used that same analogy yeah. earlier in the show. <laughs> no, I, I didn't. I, I, I'm sorry I wasn't listening. Well, you lie and say yes. You were listening at sasportstar.com. <laughs> well, I, 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 was, I, was I was doing the press conferences, man. It's just a law. Monday's a long day, but I, but I, but again, great minds think alike. It's the same thing, and and then, then you get, you know get the touchdown pass to Schoonmaker. I mean, he if he runs the route deeper in the end zone, it's a touchdown. If the if the referees don't, you know, he was tackling his knee was down before he caught the ball. So I don't know how you say he was down. I mean, you have to make a football move when you know when when you when and you, you know when you catch the ball, but you know he was tackled before he caught the ball. So don't have to be able to control the ball and, and before it's called and he was tackled before right i mean y'all see the replay yeah, yeah absolutely yeah, no, no, sure there early you know and so no i mean it, it was just that close and so that played lights out uh td lamb continues to play lights out the cowboys still have run the game uh terrence still i i don't know what has happened to his game but uh he's certainly not the player the cowboys thought they you know had a cut last year before the injury he's not back to that being that player but of course typical Cowboy fashion they paid him like he was that player yeah <laughs> yeah no absolutely look the, the biggest thing that I have and, and I'm I admit it, it look Dak played great yesterday Jalen Hurts played well yesterday and it was one of those good NFC East matchups and and you know uh, the Cowboys come up short what bothered me Clarence was the Eagles tried every way possible to give the Cowboys that game on that final drive, and the Cowboys just could not get over the hump? No, they couldn't. But you know, again, that's, I mean, it starts. It starts on the final drive when when the Eagles running backs fumbled the ball, and Micah couldn't get on it. I mean, how does that happen? How do you run it? They they fumbled the ball and couldn't get on it, and then you know how to pass interference, but they get fifty-seven yards and penalties. They get right down to the six-yard line, and the Cowboys 
start going backwards with the, you know, delay a game and the sack and, and, and all the other stuff. It's just, it, it, it's, that's how close it was. So it's frustrating to, to get that close and not get over the humps. I mean, there are no moral victories. I mean, you, you got to come out on the other side of these games for sure. But, but if you just take the whole stock of everything where the Cowboys are going, you know, there, there's no step back in this team. And this team is set up for that return engagement against the Eagles at AT&T Stadium where the Cowboys are undefeated over the last two seasons uh, to make that game mean something. Well, and Clarence, as, as, as I look at this game, and I, I, I mean, Dak Prescott played great. He was the reason they had a chance to win and a big reason why they they didn't. And, and that's kind of been his story. That was Tony Romo's story. I, I, can't, I can't. The one that gets me is stepping out of bounds on the two-point conversion. You can't do that. People are, you know, oh, he can't take a sack in that situation. Hell, Terrence Steele at least tried to block him. I don't know that Dak had time, and had he just thrown it away, he probably would have been flagged. But the last play of the game, when he threw short of the end zone, um, uh, C.D. Lamb had no chance of breaking tackles and getting into the end zone. Did well, he... I, I would say this. I would say this. This, this is one of my running jokes for C.D. Lamb and Cowboys supporters. If that was the Cotton Bowl against Texas, he'd have broke five tackles <laughs> and got into the end zone. I've seen him do it. Fair enough. But, but the Eagles' defense isn't the Longhorns' defense. Um, and, and, and that's what, that's what, that's the, like that decision to even throw that ball. C.D. Lamb was open, and so, yeah, you threw it to the open guy. Philly left him open. We're, I don't care yeah. if you catch it at the 5 or the 10. You're not getting into the end zone. Why does he throw it in that situation short? That was the call, and, and really, it, it it was because of the sack. It, you know, you, I mean, you can say throw it up in the air in the end zone, but my thing is when one reason why the Cowboys are looking at Martavius Bryant today, they're going to work out Martavius Bryant. Who's the jump ball threat? I mean, you you say throw it into the end zone to who? Who's going to who's who? They don't have a jump ball threat, which is why they're. The red zone issues are, 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 you know, is, is an issue has been an issue because they don't have that big guy who can jump up and catch the ball and you know see these members run up to catch guys. But it, it's it was almost a hail mary. I, I don't know what you could do. You could throw up the end zone and and, and you can yeah nitpick. He should have thrown the end zone. Would it have worked? I don't know because you don't really have a guy that's going to jump over nobody to catch the ball. Yeah, but you I think you'd had a better chance of scoring a touchdown if you do that than giving it to C.D. Lamb with seven eagles right along the goal line. We don't know if you have – what I'm saying is if you throw it in the end zone, they catch it, yes. But the point is, who's going to go up and catch it well, is, I'm, is my point. I'm, I'm with you there. And, and, you know. I'm, who's going to go up – who are you going to throw? What, 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 what's the play you on third and 27, or third and 26 or 27, what's the ideal play call? I mean – I mean, well, it's not what they did. I mean, they, they, well, what they did was not ideal. I mean, at the end it wasn't, but it, but but the game did not come down to that play. I, I'm I'm with you, but at the, the game it, did it, not come down to that decision. There were other deck decisions. If you want to nitpick, you know, on the fourth down to to uh, Tolbert, you had uh, Ferguson running wide open, and they were trying to pick on Bradbury because they've been you know making hay on him all day, and he went to Tolbert uh, instead. And he missed the read of. Of a wide open Ferguson down the middle of the field on the drive before that. Well, yeah, there's uh, there's a couple, and and and, and I question. So I I, I nitpick that more so than I nitpick the final play. And 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 I'll nitpick a lot. Actually, nitpick isn't strong enough. <laughs> uh, Mike Mike McCarthy and his play calling decision making. Fourth and eight. <laughs> you trust your defense 
Why not kick the field goal there? Hope your defense, because you trust them, gets the stop, you get the ball back. Then you don't need a touchdown to win it. I don't know if they knew they could trust their defense there. You know, it was supposed you know, to be historically it, great. <laughs> it, it, it wasn't great in the third quarter. No, <laughs> no it was historically <laughs> bad. It, 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 it is definitely not great on, you know, what was crazy when the Eagles threw the ball on third and two and they, you know, just do the tush push. I mean, you, can, you, know, you can ride Michael Parsons for four yards and they just like to go by. But, uh, you know, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, you, you kick, you, it's hindsight, you kick the field goal. In hindsight, if Dak doesn't step out, he didn't try to step out of bounds. Yes, he said he didn't trust his speed and he should have just ran up the field and, and got to the end zone, got that corner, uh, on that two point conversion. You know, you're kicking the field goal to tie the game a couple of times down at, there at the end. Again, we can belabor every point, you know, and, and there, there are points to, to me, opening the game. Why are you opening the game with two running plays against the number one run defense league and you can't run the ball? Well, that's a Clarence. That's that's an issue too. And they ran the ball fifteen times yesterday, not including Dak. I think it's some, it's right. in that neighborhood. I, it seems to me. Look, Pollard carried it twelve of those, and in what was it four yards of carry, something to that effect. I mean, because he had, he had one good run, so he so it, it bumped his carry average up. But most of those runs were negative. I mean, aren't you going to have to run the football though at some point in time? Oh, you do, and and, and the, the thing about it is, is you know everybody was this is the Texas coach offense. No, this is not the offense Mike McCarthy promised us when he said, "I want to run the ball and protect my defense." You know, but he's realizing they can't run the ball because the offense line is not again what we thought it was, and Tony Pollard certainly is not the back he was last year. He doesn't have the same juice in his leg, and your best weapons are Dak Prescott and Ceedee Lamb in the passing game. So you got to pass the ball. And and again, I, yeah, I, I although. I go back to everything that Mike said in, in letting Kellen Moore go is we need to run the ball more and we're defense first. And in this game, those two things, um, cornerstones of the franchise, this is what we want to be. That's not what they do. That uh, And again, Dak had a great game, um, but his record when he throws more than 40 is not good. It's like... Like, you know, if they put a running back on a pitch count, they need to, all right, Dak's at 39. We can't throw it anymore because we lose when he's over thir- over 40. Yeah, you, you, you say that, and I like those stats, but that was the way to win yesterday. They, they, you, you couldn't, I mean, they, he probably should have thrown it 50 times. Let's be honest. Again, like, <laughs> I, I, I go back to the opening, opening drive of the game. Why are you running the ball in the first two plays of the game? I mean, you cannot run against the Eagles. You can't run against anybody. Your best weapons are Dak. In his offense, in his pass offense, is that Eagles secondary that is questionable. I mean, I again, they they probably didn't run it enough, you know, for me. And 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 you play the game that, that you're asked to play that day. And I know it in hindsight, you look at the running stats and all that stuff and say, well, if he throws this many times, you know, yeah, that 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 looks good in fantasy football. But you know, that was the way to win. The, the way to beat the Eagles is running is, is passing the ball. The pass, the, the secondary suspect. You you can't have Terrence Steele giving up four sacks. And, and and twelve pressures or whatever it was, and and Dak having to run for his life back there, but that was the way to make hay against that defense. They missed a couple of reads, made a, you know against Schoolmaker should run into the end zone. We talked to Mike McCarthy about that. He runs into the end zone as a touchdown. Well, Clarence, I tell you, luckily for the Cowboys, they have a couple of bye weeks coming up. <laughs> One against the Giants, the other against Carolina. So, you know, they can get healthy. And, 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 and don't don't forget the one on Thanksgiving. They got Washington. And then Washington. Although Washington surprised the hell out of me yesterday, and they they win a game, so you never know about them. But the next two for sure. Yeah, I mean, but Washington beat a bad New England team, and 
Right, right, right. Got to bring the best two pass rushers. Let's let's not put too much stock in it. So the Giants but, are a mess. But Giants are a mess, and Carolina's a mess, and and so and, and that's what the schedule. Is. Listen, that's why it's ebbs and flows of the season. Again, I, I said, let's not jump off the bridge if they don't beat the Eagles. I said that now. I, I, I said that. You did. You know, don't put too much. Don't put too much. I mean, they're going to get their chances, and 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 and, and, and again, they should be set up. I said it. When before the next six games at home, I said the Cowboys should go five and one. I predicted them to lose this game. They should go five and one in that stretch. Uh, they'll be sitting pretty when it comes time to play the Eagles again, uh, December tenth. That's the game. They cannot get swept by the Eagles, and the Eagles have a tough schedule here. They got Kansas City. They got uh, they got uh, San Francisco. If Eagles lose one game and the Cowboys, you know, beat the Eagles, then we're sitting tied, you know, December 10th. And, and, and then you have that final stretch to the end of the season, which, of course, is murderous row for the Cowboys. you got Buffalo, and you got Miami, and you got Detroit before you end the season against the Redskins. But that's kind of how you want to look at it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Clarence Hill from the Fort Worth Star-Telegram joining us here on the Blitz. Now, Clarence, uh, take the result out of yesterday's game. The last three weeks for this Cowboys offense um, has been really good. Um are we finally seeing what we sort of thought we might see with Mike McCarthy? Although I felt like after the bye, they went to Kellen Moore's playbook a little bit more, felt that way a little bit yesterday. But are we finally this deep into the season starting to see what we thought we would see from this offense? Are you feeling more comfortable with it? No, it's all about Dak Prescott. I, I know you guys don't want to, you know, somebody don't want to acknowledge that, but this <laughs> is about Dak Prescott cutting loose. I mean, Mike McCarthy wanted to run the ball. You know, that, that's what we thought we were going to see, a run-heavy offense, be conservative, which is what he was the first three, four games of the season. You know, he was controlling things. He admitted last week we cut Dak loose, and, and Dak has been cut loose. And it's not Mississippi State Dak, but, you know, being running the ball and using his legs and being dual-threat Dak is what has been the difference in this offense. And he admitted that after the San Francisco game, he said, I'm going to use my feet. You know, after being injured a couple of years ago, uh, running the ball, he was trying to be more conscientious. He was trying to be smart. He was trying to be the good quarterback. And, you know, I'm gonna, not going to put myself in harm's way, and I'm going to be a pocket passer like Drew Brees and Tom Brady and all the great quarterbacks they want to turn these mobile guys who are great in college as, you know, mobile quarterbacks into pocket passers. That's how you do it in the NFL. But in today's NFL, you know, talking to Shotty last week, you have to be dual threat. You at the, the defensive ends, the defense is too athletic. You need quarterbacks that use their feet. They're mobile, and Dak being mobile has really opened up this offense. It really has. And you know, while they only gave up 200 yards passing and 109 on the ground, um, that defense, especially in the third quarter, wasn't there. What should the concern level be with Dan Quinn's group? Well, you know, we talked to Dan today because there were players talking about we held the Eagles under 300 yards. No, it's just. Dan Quinn said it's about scoring defense. You know, it's not about the yards. And they, they gave up 28 points. They gave up four touchdowns, and he's not happy with that. So, yeah, you, you, you have to be better. You you know, when Jalen Hurts did throw the ball, he had too much time in the pocket. You have to get to the quarterback, and you have to be stickier on those receivers. But, you know, those are the things. You, you, you need those timely plays, and they can't have that, fourth, that, that, that third quarter lapse. And for the life of me, Stop jumping off sides. I can't, I've never seen a team. Jeez. I've never seen a team line up or jump off sides. Guys who are on the ball 
Tyler nose tackle offside. Undisciplined. Let, let, yeah. Let me ask you one question because I'm curious about this, Clarence, and, and you would know. C.D. Lamb has just been spectacular here over the last, what, three ball games since he, he kind of got upset that he wasn't getting enough. What what has been the difference? Is that just Dak looking for him? Has McCarthy been calling plays for him? What's been the difference in C.D. Lamb? No, I think it's, it's a little bit of both. I mean, they've all. I mean, go back to last year. They got the bottom CD a lot. Okay, and, and and if you look at his numbers last year, when 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 uh, Cooper Rush was quarterback and Dak came back, his numbers jumped. He's been very good. You know, you know since Dak since he comes to the league with Dak at quarterback, so Dak has always looked for him. But I think the difference here is that they are scheming him up more. They're moving around more. They started making him the primary receiving a lot of routes. He's, you know, he was a slot guy. He's, he's doing a lot of more X things because, you know, you can't trust Michael Gallup as an X receiver, and so he's doing a lot of things like that. Uh, and, and they're doing things to get him open and making him uh, the reliable guy. I mean, he's the guy that, you know, if you look at his catch percentage, when Dak throws the bottle to C.D. Lamb, it gets completed. You can't say that about other guys, but when he throws the bottle to C.D. Lamb, good things happen. It gets completed. They usually go for first downs, and so the Cowboys – are certainly leaning into that, and he's certainly living up to everything that, that, that he said he could do for this team. Clarence Hill of the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. Always appreciate it, man. Go get a nap. I appreciate it, man. It was an early flight. It was up at 345 for a 5 a.m. flight. <laughs> Rockstar <laughs> so, life, man. Rockstar life. There you go. Dude. There that's you go. not Good. Rockstar life. That's, that's, yep. I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah. no Clarence Hill of the Fort Worth Star-Telegram on the Buyer's Barricades guest line where they provide traffic control, rental, and sales for San Antonio and beyond online at buyersbarricades.com. 